The following program is sponsored by Channel Mom Media. The show made for moms and families. It's Channel Mom. My name is Jenny, and I'm a mom, but I once lived a more glamorous life as a TV reporter. I was on the nightly news interviewing pop stars and politicians. So when I left TV to become a full-time mother, I quickly found out what we moms are up against. Our world glorifies the rich and famous. For what? I say let's honor the moms who are raising this world's next generation. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Oh, yes, we are. Welcome to Channel Mom. I am Jenny, your host. You know, I do this show for moms everywhere. I recently spoke to two mops groups at Mission Hills Church here in Denver, a huge church. And I'm always reminded that moms, no matter how important their job is and no matter how dedicated they are to it, they do question whether what they're doing is important at all, uh, if it matters. It's not like their one-year-old is thanking them every day and or their 11-year-old or their 18-year-old. And so sometimes they don't they don't see the value, especially if they don't see fruit on some days when somebody's having a tantrum or a teenager's rolling their eyes. But but we are here to remind you that no matter what our culture says about, you know, you need to drive this car and you need to wear a size two dress and you need to have a big fat house and you need to have an impressive career, whatever it is. I'm not diminishing any of those things. Um, enjoy them. But in the end, what you do as a mom is is so important. It makes a difference for our world. And, uh, you know, you have a huge impact on your world by the way you raise your kids. So you go and you do it well, and we want to help you do it. Super excited about the guest today. I always get excited when he comes on. I probably, I'm probably giving him a big fat head because uh, he's one of my favorite guests, and he's very popular and quite well-known, and he always has great advice. We're going to help you today uh, with the mother-son relationship, a huge tip that every mom needs to hear. But here's the thing. If you have daughters, he also has some insight into the girls as well, which is very helpful. But before we get to that, i got to do a little tiny bit of business. Um, I just want to wish everybody a happy the day after snow day day. Because yesterday was a snow day. I live at 9,000 feet, and we had a lot of snow here in Colorado. And this was my kids' reaction when they got the phone call that we were having a snow day. There it was. They were screaming. They were running around the house. And they're 13 and 17, but they weren't dignified about it at all. Uh, I just wanted to share that because I know moms can identify with it. I don't know what it is about snow days, but kids love them. And actually, I like it because they're home with me. Uh, And then secondly, I just have to say, go Broncos, because the Super Bowl is uh, coming up very quickly. And uh, people all over Colorado are super excited. It's kind of like a religion. So it worries me a little bit on that front. But other than that, you know, fabulous, wonderful. I, I you know, of course, we all hope they win. Uh, not necessarily uh, favored to win, but uh, go Broncos. All right. You know, uh, our son is 17 now. So I think a lot about the things that I might have done wrong as his parent. Uh, you know, like maybe I'm not positive enough with him. Maybe I nag him too much. Maybe I don't give him enough security about who he is. Maybe I don't cheer him on enough, you know, all kinds of things. Maybe I don't make him read the Bible enough, whatever it is. I, I, I question just about everything I've done with him. And if you love your parent, you love your kids, rather, you, you want them to have a perfect life and you want to be a perfect parent. And, and we can't. But here's the good news. You, you can come closer with great advice. 
And and that's what you're going to get today as mothers. I know that this new information is going to help. He's got his forthcoming book coming out here very, very soon. But he's given Channel Mom and the moms who listen to us some sneak peeks into what he has in this book that is going to revolutionize some relationships and really help moms who are raising sons. But that's not to say he doesn't have some insight into those girls as well. And I like him to explain how girls operate uh, that can help the mothers of girls as well. But the mother and son relationship is huge and and i i focus on it all the time you, you are preparing them for the world so he is the author of the best-selling book called love and respect very big following for that because it's saved a lot of marriages it's helped to save a lot of marriages but now as i said he's tackling the mother-son relationship with his forthcoming book called mother and son the respect effect there's that word again welcome back to channel mom dr e Thank you, thank you. I've been looking forward to it. Appreciate it. Thank you. You're not just saying that, are you? No. <laughs> What's your name again? <laughs> <laughs> your interview six today. Yeah, exactly. All right, let's launch in. You, 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 you invite moms into this, and I, I, you know where I'd like you to go first to the moms who struggle with it. They, they, they want to do it better than they're doing it. They're worried about how they're shaping their son. Talk to them, please. Well, I heard what you were just saying, and that's the thing we see in mothers. You know, there is such an incredible virtue that moms bring. In fact, the only safe haven, uh, the only island of real rescue of virtue today is the mother with three children, and the context is the amusement park where, you know, if a child is lost, uh, that child is told, go find a mommy who has three children hanging on her. She's sweating. She's got these three bags. The kids are crying. And go up to her and tell her that you're lost and you don't know where your mommy and daddy are. Don't go to a policeman because it might be an imposter. But you go to that mommy and tell her you're lost and she'll help you. It is the only island of virtue, the the safe haven that remains. Because God designed mothers to love, to care, and uh, she will immediately be burdened. Oh, she will come to the rescue. She'll do whatever it takes to find, you know, the mother and father. It's that safety. And this world would be a bad place without it. But as you pointed out, mothers move into self-deprecation. They continue to assess themselves. They beat themselves up. You can move a mother into shame very quickly, and uh, that's part of the challenge I'm up against as we talk about using respect talk with their boys instead of getting excited about making some adjustments and doing some things that could minister to him and help him. She immediately moves into shame, remembers all the time she was disrespectful, and uh, it becomes uh, a real, you know, downer for her. And that's what I'm always up against because of that sensitivity that mothers have. Yeah. But but you have the big principle in this book. And, and I want you to give kind of the overarching description of it. And then we're going to get into some specifics and some takeaways for moms in the next segment. Because you, you can talk about the language they should use. And, and you can talk about your guides acronym and your chairs acronym and all kinds of things just to help the mom today to have a takeaway to take back into her own life and to apply. But but tell moms about this respect effect principle. Well, I think uh, the testimony of one mother, you know, she wrote me and she said, if my son does something that's not worthy of respect, I can quickly fall into this trap of disappointment. And even the disdain that you talk about, Emerson, it then gives me a feeling of, oh, he might never change. Mm -hmm. Then I feel like a bad mom. There it is. Because I feel indirectly that his behavior is somehow my fault or reflects on me. After this, I probably give off this attitude of disappointment. And I know only too well that my son can tell 
the very hardest thing then is to see your son defeated and down. Yeah. As you pointed out, we practice and look for ways to love, but maybe more importantly, we should be looking for opportunities and ways to respect our sons. And I thought she said that very profoundly, and so it Within that paragraph, you see all of these dynamics, some of which we've already talked about, that she begins to feel like she's a bad mom, and she sees the discouragement, yet she fears that if she doesn't speak into the situation, he may you know, not be all that she longs for him to be. And it, it becomes just really a, a downer for some gals. But we have these simple principles that we believe can really turn the corner on it. And I, this mother of a 7-year-old wrote, um, when I began the respect principles, and that's why we wrote the book Mother and Son, to go into depth on this. So some women listening might not know what I'm talking about. But when I began the respect principle, she said, he seemed calmer, less frustrated, less internally agitated, as though my respect released that internal tension. And he was more loving. He's mm-hmm. been coming up to me, and instead of acting out for attention, he will hug me, look right into my eyes, smile the sweetest, happiest smile, and say, you're the best mom in the world. Wow. Nothing quite... That wonderful has ever happened between us before. Being respectful to him has triggered his affection for me. I am seeing beautiful and meaningful results. He's come up again recently and said, I don't know why, but I'm so happy. And I thought, I know why, my little sweetheart, because I've learned to show you the respect you didn't even know you were crying out for, that I didn't even know you needed. It's like a little miracle. The connection and affection I long to have with my son has finally come. He finally feels respected. Oh, how I wish I had known how to do this sooner. I long to be able to learn even more practical ways on how to show him respect. I'm navigating unfamiliar waters, stepping out and doing what the book says, even though it makes no sense to my pink brain. Yeah, and we talk about the pink and blue brain, and and that's how moms can learn a little bit bit more about themselves and their girls today, too. But but this is really about the mother and son, and there you were reading examples from moms, and we only have about three minutes left in this segment. But um, let's just briefly talk before we wait to get to the takeaways in the next segment about teaching a mom the language she can use, the action she can use to show her son respect, even if she thinks he doesn't deserve it. It will change his behavior. So, so, so in, you know, 90 seconds or less, let, let's talk briefly about this thing. You have this love and respect book that, that has made huge waves across the country, and you run an organization, a ministry based on those principles, that, that men in, in a situation of an argument feel the need for respect, and women feel the need for love, quote-unquote. I was looking through the Bible today, and it was talking about, you know, women respect your husbands. And I thought, that is so counterculture. If you said that on CNN or even Fox, which is which is a little, you know, more conservative, so to speak, people would be up in arms that you said, you know, a woman should respect a man. I mean, what, what's happened to that word in our society? Well, women want to be respected, R-E-S-P-E-C-T. So it's a, it's a good word and women will apply it to themselves. But there is the rolling of the eyes and really even resentment and hostility when that surfaces, and one of the points we make is that's going to be the attitude your sweet daughter-in-law has toward your precious baby boy. Here's what we say. if you don't, It's not about deserving respect. Yeah. It's about understanding that when we're upset as women, we come across in a way that appears disrespectful. And the boys will personalize that in a way that the daughters won't because the daughters instinctively know mothers venting. Women have this dance they do, and they know intuitively that they're eventing, and they're going to say, I'm sorry, we forgive me, and then they'll talk, and then maybe they'll have a good cry. They, they know that. But yeah. boys will go quiet. 
And so what we have to realize is there's a male and female difference here. And the challenge is, is to decode this and figure that out. Yeah. And these boys, they need respect. And, and the key is learning um, that it's not about deserving and that, that it does change a boy's or a man's behavior when you show him respect, even if he doesn't deserve it. It's a kind of loving. I mean, most love is sacrificial. So you think, well, he doesn't deserve it, but I'm going to treat him like he deserves it, and I'm going to give him some respect. And it's going to change the dynamics. It changes it in marriages, and it can change it for moms and sons. So Yeah, and it's not a matter of respecting bad okay. behavior, and that's where people err. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. And we'll, we'll get into it when we come back. So stay tuned for the rest of Channel Mom. Need an excuse to drive a few miles to a beautiful place with delicious food? Let me tell you about one of my favorite places to eat in Colorado. Down home, good cooking, old school, and family friendly, it's the Cutthroat Cafe. Chick Thomas is one of those guys who's created an eating establishment where customers feel like family. Nestled in Bailey, Colorado, next to a sparkling river and national forest, enjoy a getaway to the Cutthroat Cafe on your way to Breckenridge, just off Highway 285 in Bailey, Colorado. Hey, this is Jenny from Channel Mom, and if you'd like a savvy real estate tip for winter, listen to Michelle Walters. If you're thinking about buying a home, now is a great time to start. The Fed is probably going to raise interest rates continually over the next few months, so get that mortgage rate locked in now. Awesome advice. Hey, if you want to check out Michelle, go to SuburbanDenverProperties.com. That's SuburbanDenverProperties.com, where she makes it her mission to find you your real dream home. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Hey, welcome back to Channel Mom. We did hear in the break there all about the Cutthroat Cafe, which is up in Bailey, Colorado, in the beautiful mountains right by the river, uh, kind of an old school cafe. I urge you to go there if you're going up skiing uh, on the way to Breck or a place like that. Stop in and see Chip for some good old-fashioned cooking. Uh, just kind of a getaway. Just makes you feel like you've stepped back in the 1950s, and I and I hope you'll visit him. Uh, they're a great sponsor. We really appreciate them, so I hope you will visit Chip. Okay, we are back with Dr. Emerson Egerich. He, he's got a very well-known book, a best-selling book called Love and Respect, but he's now working on a new book called Mother and Son, soon to be released, Mother and Son, The Respect Effect. And for folks that aren't familiar with the love and respect principles that he applies in his book, first book, that has changed, revolutionized a lot of marriages, I thought maybe he could do a quick review for you about how love and respect works in a relationship and about the pink and blue ways of thinking. He's not being sexist, folks. This is just the way that uh, things work, and it's scientific. So, Dr. Egerich, why don't you launch in and tell people about the theory? Well, the University of Washington studied 2,000 couples for 20 years, and they said we now know the two key ingredients for successful marriages, love and respect. But it gets gender-specific in that even though we all need love and respect equally, and that's very important, we all need it equally. It's a true need in all of us. Um, Shondi Feldhahn, for instance, asked 400 uh, American males a random sample, would you rather be left alone and unloved in the world or viewed as inadequate and disrespect? It was unbelievable. Almost three-quarters of those men, almost 75%, said they'd rather be left alone and unloved in the world. And we've asked 7,000 people this question. When you're in conflict with your, your spouse, do you feel unloved at that moment or disrespected? Uh, 72% of the women said they feel unloved. 83% of the men said they feel disrespected. So the felt need in men and women differ, and that then creates this crazy cycle. When a wife feels unloved, she tends to react in a way that feels disrespectful to him. When he feels disrespected, he reacts in a way that feels unloving to her. 
and this is a crazy cycle, and it spins. And if you don't understand that felt need during conflict, that he's filtering it through the respect grid, she through the love grid, you're going to get on a crazy cycle. But also, if you dismiss men as egotistical and narcissistic for that need, that all that matters is that we love each other, and you marginalize respect, then the very thing that compels men to serve and die is honor, and we give our lives for honor, that you're dismissing something deep in the core of a man, and you're also dismissing it in your son, because the man is in the boy, and he responds to this issue of honor and respect. It's huge, and he intuitively knows it just like a little girl does when daddy says to his little daughter, I love you so much. She knows. And uh, it is a powerful reality, but we've removed it both from the marital radar screen as well as from parenting. Even the experts in the area of mothers' sons do not talk about a boy's need for honor and respect, not to the extent that we are unpacking that. And it's huge. It's just absolutely huge. But we're not talking about a boy deserving it. We're not talking about that. Instead, we're talking about the fact that when a woman is upset, mother or wife, she reacts in a way that feels disrespectful uh, to the husband or to the son. She appears that way. Women don't filter that way with each other, but men filter it through the grid of respect. And so what you need to say is, I'm not trying to be disrespectful right now. I'm upset with you. Do not think I'm trying to be disrespectful or dishonor you. But what you did makes me so mad. I feel unloved through this. I even feel disrespected. How do I communicate this to you in a way that you don't think I'm trying to dishonor you, but I'm confronting your behavior here that was not honorable? Yeah. And when you talk that way, he'll stay engaged. You don't talk that way. If you say he's despicable, if you have disdain toward who he is because of what he's done, you say, I don't feel any respect for who you are because of what I've done, you will lose the spirit of your son. Yeah. He will just close off to you. Yeah, and, and you're very good about saying, you know, there are some women that are a little bit more um, on the other side, they feel a little bit more need for respect, and some men that are that may feel a little bit more need for love, maybe. And we're not putting down either side, but for for you know the great majority, it is this way. And and let me bring up something that you just said, which is which is so key. So by the way, for moms right there, they got a little insight into how their daughters operate, which is good, but also how their sons operate. And and this mother and son respect effect, it literally will change your life. It will change your relationship with your son. I, I was imp- I was trying out some of the language you gave me the last time I interviewed you. And here's the thing. You say that during conflict, this is when the boy will feel this way. He'll feel disrespected. Well, that's when a mom feels most bad about the way she's raising her son or treating her son. She thinks this conflict is horrible. Well, you can get through the conflict and come through to a new place if you do it by imposing this respect idea. And and so here's here's what I want you to talk about is the language a mother can use that, that turns everything. And I tried some of the language. I'm just going to you know say one to you. I, you know, I would say something like, you know, just so you know, Otis, I, re- I respect you and I respect your um, desire to do this in this situation. This is how mom sees it on the other side. And so I started it with respect words, and we had a much better conversation, much less heated, because I just used that word and said that, you know, I was almost lazy about it. I just said, I got to throw out the respect word, but it still worked. So so tell moms for their takeaway, how, what kind of language should they use to shift the relationship so their sons start to feel respected, and that will bring their relationship to a better level? Well, you just proved it 100%. I mean, that's, it's as simple as that. It's not that complex. But this is where a mother has to get in tune. The culture said if you don't feel respect, then you don't talk with respect. You don't use the word respect. The culture says if you haven't earned it, you don't deserve it, and I'm not going to talk to you respectfully. I love you with all my heart, a mother might say, but I don't feel any respect for you right now. Yeah. When you talk that way, no human being responds to what they perceive to be contempt for who they are as human beings. 
So what you have to do is go beyond the behavior, and that's why I distinct, uh, make a distinction between what Otis did and who he is. He's your, he's your flesh and blood, for heaven's sakes. And so to show contempt toward the spirit of human being, Jesus Christ himself never did that. Yeah. And so what we have to do is make sure. And see, and the other thing is mothers feel that because I love him, he should know, he should know. Just like women say, you know, I'm disrespectful toward my husband, but he should know that I didn't mean it. No, that's just a, that's not wise. So women are very capable of using words. And so when we coach them, they can get a control of this. Even though they're upset, you don't have to step over the line into contempt. So what you just did, I respect you, son. I, res- I In fact, I believe in you, son, more than you believe in yourself. But what you did right now is very upsetting. So I want to talk to you about this because I'm not trying to put you down. In fact, your son who's 17, he'd literally die for you. He yeah. would literally die for you if someone tried to harm you. There's just no question about it. So you can even say, I know you would die for me, but right now I'm, I'm tempted to kill you so you don't have a chance <laughs> to do that. Okay? But you can, kids will grin. Boys grin at that kind of stuff. But when you use the language that you just did, it will get through. In fact, one mother said, you know, I, I say to him, I really respect what you have to say. Or she said, I say to him, I respect the way you handle that situation. These are proactive moments. I really respect how you are taking initiative to get things done and follow through with. Uh, these things have, she said, made my son smile like I have never seen. I talk more about respect with regard to sporting events and showing respect for other opponents. My son knows without a doubt that I love him. Now I feel he knows that I value him and I value his ideas, which I may not have done so well in the past. Thank you for sharing God's message. It's just as simple as that. Just simply saying, I respect, and fill in the blanks. Use the different words. And if you're going to say you love him, look for also an opportunity to say, you know what I really respect about you, Joey? You know, you're really getting strong. Let me feel those muscles, you know. Yeah. And, and that kind of language, which women don't relate with because, you know, women don't flex. You know, it's not, it's yeah. not a situation where the – but the proverb says uh, a, a boy's strength, a man's strength, or excuse me, his glory is his strength. And that strength isn't there for egotistical reasons. That strength is there to protect, to provide. Why do these little boys live in the dream world of Superman? Because they're protecting the innocent from the evil invader. It is a virtue, but we don't get it. We see the nurturing of the little girl toward the baby doll, the, you know, the doll but we don't understand what's going on in little boys. And uh, we don't understand what his little imaginary world is doing. And yeah. when you see it, you can speak into it. You're a strong man. You're protecting people right now, aren't you? I just really want to salute you for that. Wow. Well, and, and you used other words with me like warrior. You're a warrior. You're a hero. You're an honorable young man. And I, and I have them written down because I'm trying to use them more with my son. We, I want to get to an event that you're about to do, but I just want to say this one last thing. I think what happens, and you've taught me this, is that a woman is so tempted to say, well, if I love him how I want to be loved, then it's all good. If I tell him I love him, if I hug him, if I kiss him, if, you know, whatever, if I pat him on the head, I guess I don't really want to be patted on the head. But if I do things that I would like as a woman, it should be fine with my husband and it should be fine with my son. Not so. And and your book teaches things like they like conquests and hierarchy and authority and things. And they like shoulder to shoulder time, not face to face time. I mean, you teach so many wonderful things about how a mom can love her son better. It's fabulous. We're going to have you on again so we can get to a little bit more of the book before it's released but right now i want you to tell folks about something that you're going to do with this book that women can tune into 
right around Mother's Day as a gift to them to help them with their sons. Tell them about the event. Coming up in May, uh, we are having a simulcast on this very thing, a two-hour evening, May 4th, uh, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And uh, it is through HarperCollins as well as our ministry plus uh, a simulcast group called Insight, I-N-C-I-I-T-T-E, I believe it is. It's kind of a double I. And uh, you can actually, if you are in a church, wherever you are across the country, you can actually host it. You know, 10 to 20 women show up at this thing. If your church has the technology to bring that in, and most churches do, we would love, just love for you to participate in this. And we're going to go over these principles in a two-hour wonderful event, and it will be a mom's night out. Yeah, it's a gift to moms, and you can get it at your church as simulcast and so on. And and very briefly, you're also going to be in the Springs, right, on, on Valentine's Day? Springs. On yep. Valentine's Day. So go check it all out. Go to loveandrespect.org or dot .com. Dot .com? Dot .com. Yeah, loveandrespect.com. Or check them out on Facebook. They have over a million followers. Dr. Egerich, you're a blessing. I can't wait to have you back. I hope you've been a huge help to some moms out there today. I hope so, too. Thank you so and much. And give my best to Sarah. Take care. Will do. All right. Okay. This is the time in the show that I remind you that we're here for you. That's the reason we have Dr. Egerich on, to help moms who need help and want help and, and just want to do their job well. Every mom does. So we would be honored if you'd help us. We right now have a partner package. If you just go to channelmom.com and you click the donate button, and it can be $20 a month. Uh, you would really be helping us to stay on the air, to do outreach to moms, to do our Channel Mom coffees, to do uh, all kinds of on-the-ground you know, reaching out, to do our podcast, all of it. We're here for moms, and we need your support. If you go now and become a partner, you can uh, get our best tips for moms. And uh, a possibility of a bling t-shirt. So much fun. I'd be honored if you'd help us. Donate to Channel Mom at ChannelMom.com. And we hope we've been a blessing to you today. God bless you. Go Broncos. Have a wonderful weekend. If you enjoy what you hear on Channel Mom Radio, and if you believe the media should be doing more to support moms and encourage families, then why don't you come alongside the efforts of Channel Mom? We'd like to offer you our partner package today. We'll send you a Channel Mom's Best Tips for Moms, as well as a beautiful bling t-shirt when you sign up to be a partnering monthly donor at ChannelMom.com. We live in a world that demeans the importance of moms and belittles the value of family. Research shows the family is breaking down in America. But Channel Mom aims to stop the family breakdown, starting with the moms. We depend on our donors to help us to put this show on the air, and to do outreach for mothers on the ground, supporting them in their parenting, marriages, addiction issues, and more. So become a Channel Mom partner today and be a part of the change you want to see for mothers and families. Just go to ChannelMom.com and click on Give to CM, and you'll see our Donate button there. From the moms at Channel Mom, thank you. And may God bless each mom and her family.